Ladies at the Roundtable podcast, a journey into the realms of sci-fi and fantasy. This week, we're talking about Wonder Woman that came out in 2017. It is the first full-length Wonder Woman film. We will be discussing the newest one next week. We all watched it together, which was super fun something a little different. And uh, we will probably do that kind of thing again. And those of you who become Patreons are welcome to join in on some of these fun things if you're at the right level. So if you think it would be fun to do that, look, check out our Patreon page. Disclaimer, from this point forward, the following podcast may contain spoilers and the ladies at the round table assume that anyone listening to this podcast has already watched the show and or read the books and have no intention of being apologetic about it. Listener discretion is advised. We start every episode with our summary, plot summary in a sentence. So who would like to begin? Max, how about you? I wrote, Wonder Woman leaves her fam to go save a place where she has no right. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving pristine beauty behind to do what's right, even though it doesn't feel good at the time. Mine is, is it took until 2017 for us to get the hero that we don't deserve. All right. I have two. Mine, I, I, I know I, I generally make run-on sentences, but I've decided <laughs> instead I will just make two sentences. So there you go. The first one is... I think it's who Wonder you are at this point. I have too much. I have too much. This <laughs> is my problem in general. Um, my brain's in 800 different directions. Wonder Woman leaves paradise slash home to find her purpose. And then the other one is, war is stupid. Is it best to stop things at the source or focus on achievable goals? I want to just begin by saying that this... Wonder Woman has always been one of my favorites. I grew up with her. I was born in 1974. I watched Diana uh, spin from, you know, <laughs> Diana Prince into Wonder Woman Linda in the Carter. cheesy Linda Carter's Wonder Woman in the 80s. I, um, I, I read the comic books. I, I am a fan. I always have been. I have a ring that I always call it my Wonder Woman ring, even just because it has like the little dip like her crown i i'm a fan um and so it meant a lot to me when we finally had a wonder woman film i was very hard on it when it came out a few years ago i loved it but i was very hard on it because i had expectations but now watching it a few years later I did, they didn't bother me nearly as much and i enjoyed the film for what it was uh so i took my daughter to see captain marvel and at the very end of the film the credits were running and she turned to me. She's a teenager. She turned to me and she said, I feel awesome. Like I could do anything. Is this what guys always feel like at the end of movies? And I, it was just like, whoa, because she didn't watch Wonder Woman. I don't know why, because she was, you know, a teenager. Sometimes they don't. But uh, these things mean. Representation matters. Representation matters. It matters. It matters. So that is my main point. And I have to focus on that. Whatever we say, anything that we complain about or say that we don't like, this matters. And these films are so important, even if the only thing is for people to see women kicking butt. Let's just start by talking so about some of the themes in the, in the show. So the first one is her kind of coming of age, right? She lives with her mom and this society. She has to leave. So first, let's just talk about her childhood and uh, anybody's thoughts on that. I thought it was fun. She kind of reminded me of some of what my kids were doing, which is like, I feel really good about this thing and I'm going to go instigate this thing and I'm going to go do it. And so it just kind of made me think that, you know, despite all these things that um, these, these women are training for and dealing with, she's still this little kid. She still got to have this childhood despite all this sitting like on her shoulders without her really realizing it. And I just, I really liked that. I liked that I was able to think about my kids while I was watching that. I didn't Aww. expect to because it's a superhero movie. Um, that was kind of neat for me, I guess. I want to talk about how y'all take for granted how Diana grew up so many strong female role models. And how so she never had the institutionalized sexism and ingrained in her. And so yeah. she grew up powerful. She knew we were powerful. And, um, you know, that's I think that's the one of the movie's greatest gifts is that 
And that's kind of what Black Panther did for Black people. It showed uh, pre-colonization people, you know? So Diana was our pre-sexism woman. The scenes where she's training are amazing. I loved watching those women fight and those were beautiful scenes. work out. And I loved seeing women my age look gorgeous and yet like real and powerful, powerful and authentic. Yes. And their hair didn't look like perfect. They looked perfectly comfortable in who they were. And it just made me really happy to see that. And they had lines in their face and they were gorgeous. And (laughs) guess what? We have lines too. I have lines. It happens, (laughs) especially when you're very uh, animated. Yes. I'm always making faces. Uh, You can read what I'm thinking just by looking at me. So I have a lot of wrinkles or lines. lines. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And the mother daughter relationship is a classic. You know, I'm, I have four children. I'm at the time when my last are leaving and moving out. And so that, that dichotomy of, you know, we love you, but we really want to be away from you felt really real to me. And they did it really well, I think. Obviously, there's more on top of this because my children aren't goddesses. They are still going out into the world and it's heartbreaking. But at the same time, I know it has to be done, you know. So I, I think that 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 was that was nice. Can you imagine growing up knowing your mom shaped you out of clay? Or believing that. How, that would be some 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 needing to like separate yourself a little bit, you know. <laughs> Yeah, she believed for so long that her mother had like sculpted her and she was therefore her mother's mm-hmm. plaything, maybe. I don't know. That's a little bit of a stretch, but. Or creation. Creation. Yeah. Um, then we find out at the end, obviously, that Zeus is the father and she's part God and she's, you know, that's quite a, a wake up call for her. She mm-hmm. has to realize that her mom wasn't completely honest with her on top of all of the other pieces of this puzzle. The Amazons in history were not, it, it was not only females in their society. They would, they had slaves and they would go and raid villages and then have babies. And then they would sell off the male babies to be um, slaves in other places and stuff. So it's kind of a brutal story. <laughs> they clean it up a little bit. A little bit. For our, our modern histories. <laughs> <laughs> just so sad. that they're they're not evil but if you look at like um the movie 300 you know we have the, the boys going off to training camp and leaving their families at seven this was a different time um the the story it has to be adjusted a little bit so that we connect with it but um it's kind of interesting the changes they decided to make there to me all right now here's one i know that we all have strong feelings about is the uh the women's equality subject of this film. Uh, it played throughout the whole film, right? Every little piece yes. of it had messages they wanted to get across to us. So um, do you guys want to share your favorite points and moments in the, in the show? Oh, hands down. My favorite comment was um, when the secretary is describing what a secretary does. And she says, well, we call that slavery where I'm from. <laughs> she says, Oh, I like her. I I just that was maybe the funniest line, even. Um, it was just it was just perfect. Uh both actresses nailed it in the delivery. Um I I quite agree. I um <laughs> uh, by far that was my favorite. I like that actress a lot. The um the secretary character mm-hmm. um, yes. is very fun. And you know. Films like this always have to have kind of a, a lighthearted character to, to. Well, yeah. Otherwise it's all so heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And her walking off, carrying the sword and the shield through the street is hilarious. Oh gosh, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love just imagining that she's like carrying other shopping with her and, you know, like the implication <laughs> that she just went off and bought this and that she's trying to get home on the, you know, on a taxi or something with it. And, just I wanted funny. more of her. I I wanted yeah. so much more of her. Yeah, the character was great. I really liked that. I really didn't see. I mean, maybe with the exception of the the 
evil woman did we see a weak female character right even the even the secretary was like yeah we got to do the vote you know got to fight for our vote yeah see, we did see the woman holding we, the baby in the uh right okay but that wasn't that wasn't a main character though right before she went across no man's land but right. they don't have like i'm sure she's woman with a yeah. baby yeah. you know in the credits and she's like i bet she doesn't have a characters. name Right, which is in some ways lacking, right? Because this is supposed to be about strong women, and we just talked about the three main women. There was like a gang of five, like four or five guys fighting yeah. with her, and we get to know more about them than we did, like the secretary, than we did any. Right. I mean, obviously, we got to know strong else. women in Amazon. Like, I don't even know anything about the lady who like just did the the gas like i don't know anything about her right what was her name right I mean... uh dr okay. maru <laughs> oh. she's a doctor yeah. and you know we feel bad for her but we really don't know like we know that she's upset why we feel bad for her why does she have a what why was she wounded what is her motive for being on the side what is what is her deal like i wanted to know more about her yeah too. i did want that What's her damage? So I think that's like one of the, um, I mean, that's a pretty big issue. No, no, no. I said, I said, you know, we, we do feel bad for her, but we don't, but like they, they don't give us a lot of background information to tell us why we feel bad for her. Like I don't automatically feel bad for her. the four of us. Okay. I'm sorry. Automatically the three <laughs> of us <laughs> felt bad for her, but, but I don't know anything about her. I don't know. But like, we, have we didn't have the backstory or anything i'm well because you know you see people like this you see characters like this and they're they're tortured right there's something that happened to them that made them feel like this was an acceptable career choice this was an acceptable thing to do this is what they should do with their life and you have to feel bad for them did you feel bad for the dude aries no the, the one that got like stabbed and she might like, the whatever the other commander person probably yeah, the probably other not, bad but, guy Cause like, didn't, what's her face, oh, the doctor like break something under his nose without him knowing, like that whole scene confused me too. Yeah. Like that was kind of a sudden. Apparently in the, yeah. apparently in the comic book, Dr. Maru is known as Dr. Poison. So she actually is a, a Wonder Woman adversary that I guess comes up, um, but they didn't really flesh that out. I was wondering, I was going to ask you guys that. Yeah, and they didn't give us very much information about, I mean, yeah, we can all guess that, oh, it's a super powerful mm -hmm. chemical that will change the course of the war. But it wasn't like they dis they they discussed it. It was it was they were showing us him stealing the notebook while they gave us that information. So we were all focused on the notebook rather than the story. Yeah. I have issue it. with this notebook. How is it not ruined when he fell in the damn water? There was a bunch of stuff like that in this movie, though. There were so many. Like I was thinking about it recent the other like this morning and I went, that doesn't make any damn sense. And he opened it. It is not even waterlogged. The pages are stuck together. You know he didn't like open the book and like dry it all out. For some reason that pissed me off. <laughs> That's hysterical. The um so like every Amazon or not Amazon on uh IMDB. If you go on there and you look at movies and things, you'll you'll see like the goof section, and this one has a long it does, it does. goof section. It's not just yeah, it's not just like little things like um, using the word intel instead of intelligence. With word intel didn't exist until the 1960s, but it's also like character errors were like this wasn't supposed to happen. Continuity errors were like this person takes their glove off like four times from the same hand that was the chief. And so it looks like he's taken his glove off like four times, but didn't put it back on. And it just, it's just silly, but it's just a little continuity error. Right. And there's like all these factual errors. And I'm sure like, I did not go through all of them. There are a lot on this film, but I'm sure that the waterlogged book is not one. Remember the one that I caught while we were watching it of seeing the dude in the Amazon, like cavalry, the male stunt, stunt double. Yeah. In high school, I really wanted to be a stunt double. 
this was like a goal in my life. I did too. I don't know what happened. It did not go that direction at all. <laughs> I, I, I love film. I kept watching film. So I guess this is the closest I'm going to get is the podcast on it. <laughs> in high school, I wanted to be a comic book artist. So don't worry. Like not everything happens, right? Like put your clothes. Look <laughs> yeah. at you. You're an artist of comic booky kind of characters just in <laughs> real life. Um, so I also, I think uh, just as far as women's equality. And so we discussed that there are a few characters that are women, but this kind of is one of my big, just in general difficulties with movies that are supposed to be about women and strength. And can we just specify it'd be, it's white women because there's. Yeah. Were there any, there was some, there was one main Amazon woman who was kind of like Diana's caretaker, but then that was pretty much it. And that's kind of gross that she was the caretaker, right? Like, that's the that's the role you chose, like to have the one person. Right. Pretty stereotypical, yeah. Yeah, we could have we could have had a lot more strong female characters. I we don't. It's great to have Wonder Woman, but she's not the savior of women. Like all of these strong women no. are still here. We are still. We are still in existence in, you know, we don't mm -hmm. need to have Wonder Woman be the exceptional woman. We are all wonderful. So I think that was an issue of mine. Moving on to war versus peace. This is a huge piece of this. I hate Same. war. I hate war scenes. Same. I hate fighting. I, I, I just, I get upset. I, there are a lot of movies I won't watch just because I know that they're like, same. war movies um even though i've heard they're absolutely wonderful i just no thank you for me um and you know we see in in this some scenes that are really in your face dreadful muddy death scenes um so for me that was kind of upsetting and i didn't really enjoy that part of it but I also get that kind of that's who Wonder Woman is, right? She is a, a warrior and a fighter. And so, and the history of the comic is that it was during. Yeah. You're not going to watch a superhero movie and not see some fighting. Um, yeah. I think for me, a lot of the other ones are like made up wars, you know, it's not really. So this was like, this is a real war. You have to go back to the history of the comics at that time. Um, the Jewish creators of DC were they were um, the people who created Superman and Wonder Woman came later. You know, they did a lot of what they did because of the atrocities that happened in World War One and Two. And they they wanted a way to express that. So so that's how that's that's like the real life origin stories of these comics. A lot of them came out of some severe oppression and trying to be the hero you know yeah and so it really i mean i i understand the reason for the war scenes i just don't like them yeah i can't say me yeah it was also an interesting week we watched this the same week we're having all of this insurrection stuff at the capitol so everything just feels kind of really real in a way that yeah. it might not have yeah. six months ago um it was definitely a total like it has changed like having what the insurrection happened at the Capitol was definitely while watching it was a bit not much like um it was hard it was hard yeah like I like fighting in movies but the like war situation yeah it was a little I cried afterward after I got off the um thing with you guys because oh. I just feel like human beings keep making the same mistakes again and you know it's just yeah. very frustrating that this would go in these cycles. Um, speaking of, by the way, when Wonder Woman's first appearance um, was in 1942. So that is right, right around World War II, you know? Yeah. I just rewatched the first couple episodes of the Linda Carter version. Um, and, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's almost, it, it kind of reminds me of us 
what me watching the sixties version of Batman. And now we have, it's, there's just this kind of cheesiness to it. And she brings, <laughs> she brings yeah. such reality and realness to it. I just really appreciate it. I think, I mean, that's just part of what we have nowadays too, right? Our superheroes have kind of this moodiness, I guess. I don't know. The, the dark night kind of brought it about where it's like this kind of edginess emotionally where it used to be they were kind yeah. of like just good guys yeah i feel like batman forever kind of ruined what was going to happen for the cheesiness factor and then like once that happened and it was so terrible it, we were like okay superheroes have to be like a lot more gritty now is that the nipple costume one that is the nipple costume one yeah it was That's so my bad. favorite they're so funny those costumes yeah i think they're hysterical but they were real bad yeah that's the one is tim burton did it is that right no am i thinking no he did a different he did the first two with michael keaton but Mm. then he didn't he didn't do the others it was the same stream of them but it was um it was different directors i don't know which director that i've never been very good about following directors and I'm not good with names. I think that's probably why I can recognize faces really well. So I'll be like, I saw them in something and it was this. It was. So it's IMDB is my friend. It depends on the director <laughs> for me. Um, I, I did I did know the director here for the Wonder Woman film. So she filmed, I'm sorry, she directed this one and she directed the next one. And she's going to direct that's the awesome. third one, which has been Oh, there is a third one? But cool. Not- nice. Uh, well, it's just been announced. Like there isn't there isn't information about it. I don't think anybody's been filled or you know whatever. But they have announced it. It doesn't have a working title. It's just Wonder Woman three. Um, but like I did know this director because um, she made a movie in two thousand three called Monster, which um, was a really good bad movie, if that makes sense. So um, it's. It's a dark movie about um, this. It's a true story about this woman and um, her. I don't. I don't know if I want to like go into it too much because it, it's a. It's really dark. But um, she starts working in the sex trade and she um, she brutalizes people in order to protect someone that she loves, who is a woman. And um, she had Charlie Theron in it and the movie did really well because it was like, it was a movie where men didn't look perfect. Real. She has done the same thing here where she had the women and what is it? Themistocles? No, that's not, that's the name of the guy in 300. Um, she had the Amazons look very real also. Yes. Another, another character that I had to IMDB from this was um, the woman who was training her. I was like, I know her from somewhere. So I looked her up and she is Jenny from Forrest Gump. Oh, whoa. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I yeah. know. Yeah. She looks really, fantastic. I was by very, the way. Uh, Wait, who? Yes. The, the woman who trained Wonder Woman from is, a young girl. kind Jenny of Jenny from Forrest Gump. The general. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. She dies in both films and furthers the other characters that she's around. And yet she is like a a leading character in them all. So another piece uh, in this is the gods versus humans. And um, just in general with Greek mythology and I'm sure Roman mythology too, they, they messed with humans a lot. They pretended to be human. They would go around and kind of interact with humans in a very real way. So we saw that with Ares pretending to be someone and a real human and kind of encouraging things to happen. And this is kind of a a storyline that happens all the time with Greek gods. And when, how much of them are messing with us, you know, how much is that? why everything is terrible it's because the gods are messing up with us and um maybe aries is hanging out uh next you know maybe jared kushner is aries i don't know i was just wanting to say that i really did like how the movie portrayed the fact that gods are no these people are doing this and that we have to look at ourselves and we have to look at and take accountability and and do good because we have the capacity for both everybody 
And that was the big message I felt like toward the end that I really liked. It's like God's schmads, you know, it's us. We still can treat each other better. Yeah. So there was a great scene right after she had thought that she had killed Aries when she killed the bad guy. And she's talking with was it Steve, the guy, Trevor, Steve, Trevor, or is that his name? She kills Luvendorf. She's sitting there talking to Steve. Steve Ludendorff. Trevor. Okay. So she's talking with the watch him. guy. Yeah. Steve Trevor. The is watch guy. Okay. <laughs> and he said, I didn't really care for him. So he died and I was like, cool, whatever. <laughs> so, he bothered me. I just. We need to talk about that later. Why I bothered Max. I want to hear. Yeah. In the scene, she's <laughs> she, there. She's saying like, you know, I don't. My mom was right. I shouldn't have helped mankind. And he said, we're still trying. We have to go. Look, I, I need your help to do this. And she's like, no. And here I wrote this down because it bothered me. Um, <laughs> he says, maybe we are all to blame. And she says, I'm not. And he says, but maybe I am. Right. Uh, yes, she is. She literally just killed a man. She went across no man's land and killed a whole bunch of people. And all of those people have families and all of those people have relationships. And every single time that she interacted, she was causing just as much trouble as the humans who were doing these things. And for her to be like, well, I'm not responsible for any of this. I just came to help. Well, yes. Bullshit. You know, everybody's excuse, you know, all the time. It's like, well, I just meant to, I'm doing what I think is right. Yeah. Well, you have to look at it beyond that. And that kind of made me mad, that whole. I really like that. There's there's more to the world That's than just what point. you think is acceptable or what you think is. And that's something that I've always thought about because like, no matter if you're on the good side or the bad side, like if you're superhero, villain, whatever, they both think they're doing the right thing. And this is what's frustrating with politics right now, too, because I'm like, I, yeah, you well, it's yeah, it's what's wrong with the world. I get that they think they're doing the right thing. And I think I'm doing the right thing. But then uh, who's actually and does that? But that's and that's the thing is it, it said we have the capacity for both. Somebody isn't doing the right thing. Who is it? Yeah. Good and <laughs> evil. And to deny that is what's part of the problem. And who determines what's good and what's evil? Yeah. We can't dehumanize. Like she, um, she, like Aries was trying to get her to dehumanize Dr. Maru. You know, she almost killed Dr. Maru. And that's what Aries wanted. He's like, go ahead, do it. Join me in the humans. (laughs) It's us against them. Because they're just like, the gods are just kind of like the humans are playthings. Well, right? they're very pe- Greek gods are extremely petty, and they are. They are just playthings. I don't know a ton about it, but I feel like every time mm-hmm. this type yeah. of thing happens, they're just like, oh, it's fine. We're just messing yep. around. That's pretty That's pretty. <laughs> Their lives don't that's matter. We're just going to, like, go down and have sex and then dip out and whatever. <laughs> have you seen the movie Troy? Anyone? So, so if you've ever read the book, Iliad, you know that Troy completely left out half of the story because literally Iliad is about the Greek gods messing with them and they're in (laughs) there like they're in the war next to them or in the bedroom with them and they're you know they're completely changing the story um so to watch Troy without that was kind of strange to me but yeah the Greek gods are you know they're supposed to I think epitomize our foibles, our strengths and our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So, if, you know, you like, it's like to a T, it's not just a little, you know, personally, I'm a little bit this, a little bit that, a little bit, you know, I have all of these different characteristics and they all kind of don't make sense to each other. The Greek gods are like this and this, I'm these things and they stick with them. And it's kind of to tell the stories and teach people about those kind of personalities, I guess. Um, I feel like most of of Greek mythology wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Zeus not keeping it in his, you know? That sounds about right. From what I know, he he got around. He had a lot of kids. He had a lot of half kids. (laughs) Um, 
the other thing, the last thing that I wanted to talk about, and I think we talked about it a little bit already is um, how there's this kind of mankind is bad, right? So this whole individual versus mankind, we meet a lot of humans in this that are good, but as a group, we're terrible, irredeemable. Is that what she was saying? I felt like it was more that mankind is flawed. I don't know. I just felt like, like they were talking about the flaws that there were, but that, that they were something that we could overcome if we worked at it, if we didn't fall victim to Aries and things, if we did, if we paid attention to what truly mattered, all those flaws would be redeemable. That's, that's the impression I got. Let's, let's chat now about uh, Max's thoughts on Steve Trevor. Cause I want to tell you, Max, you weren't the only person that felt this way. And I remember when the movie came out, there were a lot of people that did not like the love story at all. Why is there? Oh my God. I hate love stories though. Like I hate rom-coms. I think they're trash, but that's just, I don't like seeing people kiss and I don't like seeing people go over each other. I want to see explosions and giant robots and things explode. And that's when those are my favorite parts Uh of this movie. So why was he always around? Why was he always there? I feel like it's important for, (laughs) I think it's important for listeners to note that uh, (gasps) this was the first time we watched something that Max did not cry. So, I mean, she really didn't like it. <laughs> wow, that's true. Normally, every scene with him, I just got mad at him. I said this was, we watched it with her in real time and she didn't cry. And yeah, I I, I cried after, but not, not during. <laughs> she didn't. When would I have cried? I was really impressed. When she said goodbye to her mom, when oh, they yeah. saw the baby in the... She wouldn't. She wouldn't pits. have cried. That what was those too short, like, and it was too French. cheesy. There, there was a lot Market, of market, and she was all excited about I think seeing all her of baby. the things that we normally would have. What norm? All the things that Max normally would have cried over were just so contrived that she was just like. <laughs> I think they just like they hit you two in the face with a lot of stuff, and it just forced it, and it. Maybe I didn't like the chemistry between the two characters or something, but I he was just always there. He just bothered me. I felt like he liked her, but I didn't feel it with her. I didn't feel like she was into him that much. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Maybe that's just Gal Gadot's uh, acting. I don't know. Oh, my God. And they did. They had sex and stuff. Gross. <laughs> They pushed that shit too hard. They did. They were like, you know what we need? A love story. Because you need to have a love story. There's a woman on the camera. Well, there is a history. I mean, there. She could have just killed everyone and it would have been awesome. But remember, again, in the comic books, all the female characters are male fantasies. So she is acting out, once again, the male fantasy. So that's why we have a lot of this stuff because men want to see it yeah there is a relationship in the comic books with her and steve trevor and he dies so they have to make it happen quickly and i think they did a pretty good job of making it minimalized on her end you know for her it was like doesn't he die a lot he gets resurrected many times she gets he gets resurrected several times throughout like wonder woman you know comics yeah because i think i is he in the next one? I think he's in the next one. We'll see this week, but I don't know any of this. So yeah. maybe that's because I don't know the history. That's why it bothered me so much. I only know it because I checked the cast list. You looked it up. Well, we will be watching it in just a short while. Okay, let's move on to technical stuff. Yeah, technical. I have a lot to say. Uh, casting choices. I, I have a huge problem with a casting choice that that I should love and I don't I'm very angry um David Lewis in um as Aries he's a great actor I feel like he did a great job but this was every bit for me the same as watching Angels and Demons and seeing Ewan McGregor I was like oh 
that's the bad guy. There we go. Never mind. I don't have to think about this. I don't have to worry about it later. Don't get a great actor and put him in what looks like a side role. Get an actor that probably hasn't had a lot going on for them in their career yet that you know has it in them and lift them up. Don't don't do this the other way around because I mean, I, I looked at it and I was like, oh, well, I have the movie figured out now. And I didn't want to have the movie figured out the second he came in. That, like, I got really strange vibes from that guy. And you told me who he was. And then I was like, why the fuck is he in this, like, he talks so, for he's two so seconds. But then I was like, oh, what if it's the lady is Aries? And then they just went all crazy and, like, did some stuff. And I kept going, oh, is it the lady? Yeah. I was like, no, there's no way. Yeah. In Terminator, there's a scene where he's, there's one of the newer Terminators. He's going into travel in time and you see Matt Smith, the doctor in the crowd. <laughs> and you're like, uh, duh, he's about to do something. <laughs> These are big yeah. characters. Yeah. We're not. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I totally get yeah. what you're saying. You're like, oh. I was going to ask you about the characters that you did like the casting for. I know there were several. I I liked a lot of them. I didn't really have a lot of complaints. Um, I'm not usually a fan of. So and this is going to sound terrible because I am such a dork and I, I I have devoted so much of my life to Star Trek. I am not a fan of Chris Pine usually. Um, I think he's. Oh, he was the main guy in little, Star Trek. The like Rita like re. It was Kirk. He's he plays Kirk now. Yeah, he's the. Yeah, he's the new Kirk. And I think that he does a good job in that. I just, I'm not really a fan. I don't really have anybody I would replace him with. But generally, I'm like, eh, all right, fine. But I felt like he did a good job here. I felt like he was kind of this American schmuck that um, was doing the best that he could um, because he didn't know any different. And he, you know, he's, I don't know. I, I, liked, his, I liked this casting choice. And I, when I saw him pop up, I was like, ah, it. I'm going to be disappointed. And I wasn't, I, I was actually really pleased with it. Um, I didn't really have outside of just being disappointed that I was able to figure things out so fast, simply because of that one casting choice. I didn't really have anything here to complain about, but that bothered me a lot. I think you could have put David in as Ludendorff and I would have, I would have felt it. You know, I would have felt like he was Aries, like I was supposed to think because that's how they were leading you to believe. And then at the last second, it was actually this other guy that I've never known before. That would have been awesome. But that's not what happened. I, I, I've been a fan of Chris Pine in the past. And I don't know if this was his best work. I'd say he did okay. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't say he did great. And I don't necessarily know if that's his fault or if it was the direction or the, or the script or anything. But I... I think that well, the characters thin. Yeah, that's how it felt. It felt like he he didn't put. I don't think I don't know if he put enough into it. It felt like shallow. Yeah, I almost wonder if he was directed to be that way so that we saw the strength of Wonder Woman. Yeah, we weren't watching the Steve Trevor movie. We were watching no, Wonder Woman, exactly. and so this was her story. And so, I mean. I, this is similar to what I was talking about earlier. You don't hire an A actor to do a B role generally because they're going to do their A job and it's yeah. going to distract. So it may right. be that, you know, they just really liked having Chris Pine there and having his persona and they knew that he would do a good job filling this B role. And maybe that, maybe that's what they asked him to do. I don't know. But um, I, I do feel like he did a good job in it. I, I'm not really like, I don't know a bunch of his work. I don't know other stuff he's done really outside of Star Trek. Um, I just, in general, the things that I have seen, I wasn't terribly impressed, but I, I liked him in this. I was, I was kind of surprised. I want to talk about Gal Gadot. I felt like she was really beautiful and fantastic. And she brought a lot of pathos, is it pathos or pathos? to the role and she I don't know I just it, I felt like I really wanted so usually origin stories really beg me because I don't care you yeah. know <laughs> but I I really felt like I I knew the character I cared about the character and if there's another movie I feel like I'll know her and want to know her story why like I 
left that movie, even though I was sad about like its relation to the world right now, it really left a, a space on me in a similar way that Captain Marvel did in that it made me feel really glad about the direction of women in movies and the stories that we have to tell are starting to get told. Mm-hmm. I agree. I really do like her or like her origin story. I didn't really know it. And I want to know more about her world. I want to know more about the people on that island. And then at the end when she's like in a museum and it's whatever years later. And I'm like, oh my God. Like I need to I want to continue. I'm excited we get to watch another movie. And I almost watched yeah. it. I just I just got chills, like, Max. After we watched the movie? <laughs> I just got chills, Max, because I just realized that Wonder Woman, having lived this long through history, is only going to understand the world. I just got chills again. Understand the world even more. <laughs> and she's going to, even though she looks like a young 20-something, she's going to have this wisdom that, you know, is going to arc into the future of her, yeah. all her stories. Yes. And Max, mm-hmm. uh, since we're not talking about it with the group, you should really watch Justice League and Batman versus Superman. She's in both of those mm. movies and you get to yeah, know more about Yeah, I haven't seen those too, those. but I've seen the, and I like Justice League. And if you're wanting something cheesy, go ahead and watch Wonder Woman, the TV show. It's on HBO Max right now too. And it's really fun to watch what they say the women on. Oh, I've seen some of the <laughs> old ones. I've definitely seen some of the old Wonder Woman. I have to ask Maya, did you have the Wonder Woman underoos? I did. I did too. Oh, of course I did. So oh, for, yeah. For those who are almost, young listeners. When the movie came out, I almost reordered because I saw that they had ones no. for adults. I almost got them. I did not. So, <laughs> I did not do it, but I almost did. Do they have did. a no. pocket in them? So for, no. for younger for no. younger viewers. I just assumed they'd be like kangaroo under they'd have like no, a little storage no, snack no, pocket or something. they were just no, under yeah. your clothes so under for those of our younger <laughs> listeners like max underoos were these <laughs> were these um different um character underwear that you usually girls got like a little tank top kind of undershirt and i don't know why but we wore those back then under our shirts because it was demure and um boys got a little yeah, boys got a little t-shirt and a little pair of, like, what do they call them? Briefs. Briefs. That was what they were called. And g- girls had a little, you know, and, and I'm, I know, remember my sister had Spider Woman. And I remember thinking, I have the cooler one because Wonder Woman is very cool compared to Spider Woman. <laughs> what did you guys think of the accent? I had never heard it before. The Themyscarian accent. Is it, it's not just Gagadot's Hebrew accent? <laughs> no. Is it supposed no. to be some sort of Greek no, accent? They, I, don't um, I'm not, I mean, I had. I don't know. I didn't really notice it. In fact, I noticed that sometimes some of the characters did not speak with an accent. And that kind of weirded me out. Yeah, that bothered me a little bit. Yeah, we even had some that should have been speaking German mm. to each other that were speaking in English and things like that. There were, there's. Yeah. They did that because we're Americans. And we don't we're like dumb. to read. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, the, the, we don't like reading. All of the Amazons had the same accent. Um, and I did notice that there were a couple of times where um, she dropped it a little bit. And I'm not a lot. It was, it was, it was just kind of more gone than. It wasn't as bad as what's his face in. Uh, his dark materials right. were like a whole episode. He like a lot of Yeah. Like suddenly just um, gone. No, it wasn't anything like that. <laughs> it wasn't anything like that, but I thought that the accent was really interesting. And so I was like deeply paying attention to it. And there was a couple of times where it was kind of more of what I would assume is her normal accent. Um, not, I mean, it wasn't bad. It just, I was, I, I noticed it because I was looking for it. And um, I mean, again, neither here nor, bet, nor there, but um, I, I thought that the accent was interesting. I had never heard it. I'm, I'm not really into a lot of superhero films, um, DC or Marvel. DC is my favorite if I'm going to choose, but like I had never, I, I just had never heard this before. And so I thought it was interesting. 
I didn't know what anybody else, I, I don't know if anybody else had heard it. I didn't notice. I mean, it didn't bother yeah. me. Like, I didn't notice that it cut out or anything. No, but suddenly I feel like we have to discuss this whole DC versus Marvel. I, <laughs> you brought this up. <laughs> I'm I, sorry, everyone. I feel very Eight strongly. This and you know, this is my <laughs> this is my personal opinion, and I don't have problems with people who feel strongly one way or another. There is no mm-hmm. reason that you have to choose one or the other. I like Star Trek. No, and I, I don't like Star think Wars. You do There's this whole why do you have to pick one or the other? And this, you know, DC yeah. has its place, and Marvel has its place. And there are mm-hmm. characters that I love in both and characters that I could do yeah. without in both. So, I mean, I just, just as a, no, as an I hear aside, what you're saying. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. I hate when that comes up and things were like, well, you can't possibly like this because you said something yeah. about that. No, I'm not a fan. But if I am going to pick up one over the other, I'm probably going to pick up a DC something versus Marvel. I just, I, I was telling Shoshi this. I, I like that it's a little more gritty. I like that things are a little bit darker there. And so I, I just, I prefer that. However, I completely agree. There is absolutely no reason why you have to be diehard one or the other. That's not fair to yourself, to other fans, to the material you're looking at. Um, yeah, not a fan. Yes, I demand it. No, no gatekeeping in the nerd kingdom. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Any other technical things you guys want to talk about? I really, the hair. The hair. Yes, the hair. Frustrating. Let's talk about the hair. Oh my God. I was, I think that's the one thing I yelled at multiple times when we were watching it. In the beginning, their hair was tied up and it was braided and it looked fucking yeah. awesome. It was warrior's And then hair. she's fighting and her hair's just flowing everywhere and totally would be in her face if yep. they didn't have a fan full. Like, oh, but there were times when it was in her face. Put your hair up. It's not hard to just retail that shit. Why was she fighting in the beginning with her hair done up? If you're going to have like a, like, put your hair up, it's going to get in your face. And that is one thing that drives me insane because I have too much hair now. And COVID made my hair grow out this much <laughs> i it's, okay I get okay when I'm this eating. is way I off eat topic it now. Half the time. <laughs> it's always in my face Ugh. i thought she was gonna talk about how like i can't imagine fighting somebody let's all give max a moment and then having all this hair flowing all about <laughs> <laughs> i really okay pretty raw i haven't got my hair cut in a your year your are good though yeah. I have to come over. And your color looks awesome too. They do. I cut up my own hair recently. I, I worked at a salon. Job. I haven't I haven't cut my hair in like seven years. I'm kind of curious how long it's gonna get at this point. This is the longest I think it's been ever. I used to have a shaved head, like or like pixie cuts. So this is new for me. So the the last uh, bit of technical stuff I want to talk about because I love it is the theme song, the theme for Wonder Woman. I love it. It's, it's, uh, it's theme songs for people uh, mean a lot to me. Like I really connect. And so there's certain characters that their, their themes just make me like them even more. One is Martha in Doctor Who. She has a beautiful theme song. Goes along with hers. Um, I also really like, like, uh, yeah, oh, she does. All of, like the Star Wars themes are really great for characters. Um, so, but when, whenever Wonder Woman has like her John Williams her is super, amazing. Yeah, her super fight scenes where she's really, you know, she's like, oh, it's the real deal. She's out here. She's gonna really kick butt. Uh, she, they play that theme song, and I just love it. It's on my playlist of music to make me feel better. I really liked the color palette of the movie and I felt like it was really beautiful. And I liked how the red and blue and white were not kind of like in your face America, but it was like real subtle and, you know, they wove it in and out. It wasn't very right. overly orange and blue. Yeah, they- like when they do that, like orange and blue, they did it a right. couple times, but it wasn't awful i felt yeah. in this movie like transformers yeah, horrible like that. but it was pretty 
this one was yeah i it was mm -hmm. i think it was done nicely done well i liked it too uh so let's just wrap it up with what our word for the show is so for me my word is goals because i feel like for her her goals were the big broad huge paintbrush i'm gonna kill aries and fix everything with one fell stroke and everybody else humans had kind of these smaller goals and uh he was like i can't do much but i can stop that plane joshi my word for the show is heroin and i really feel like that embodies everything heck yeah i love her all right max uh mine was kick ass that counts as one word right <laughs> what's your word my word is grit and um, it was just from the grit and determination of all the characters involved. Grit. Oh, that fits. Yes, sure. Did the color palette too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. All right. So uh, that about wraps us up today. We are discussing Wonder Woman 84 next. And um, then we'll move on to the first season of Travelers. So everybody listening, get out there and watch Travelers and we'll discuss it together in a couple of weeks. Bye. 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 I forgot to talk about one thing. She's she there's like the big scene is when she's going across no man's land. Like no man can cross that. And she's like, well, okay, well then this woman will. I just thought that was really funny. Yes. <laughs> all right, are we all ready? Okay. This week we are talking about Wonder Woman, the uh, uh, newest, not the newest, the new version that I don't even know how to explain this. This week on Ladies at the Round Table, we are discussing the Wonder Woman. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> this week on Ladies at the Round Table, we are talking about Wonder Woman, the 19. No, I did it again. The 2017 film. <laughs> 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 <laughs>